The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, another episode. Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Nick Callum and Riley with you once again. Another preview episode where we are talking three more teams. These ones, the Sharks, Callum's team, the Cowboys, and Nick's team, the Broncos. <laughs> Fuck, this is going to have some uh, some banter in it. Boys, how are we today? Well, mate. Well, how are you, Callum? Going good, everyone. How are we? Going good. I can't believe we're talking about the Brisbane Broncos. Oh, get the vomit bags ready. All right, let's start off with the Sharks, Cow, mate. How the how's their draw looking? Uh, it's not too bad to be honest, mate. Um, Rabbitohs and Eels straight up are going to be difficult games for them. Um, but looking to the buyers, they've got a buy in round six, which isn't great. Uh, but then it's a little bit between with the next buy till round thirteen, then round seventeen. So. From that round 18 onwards to 27, they have a game every week, which is great for the run home, especially for Nico Hines' owners. Yeah, it looks like a pretty rough start to begin with. Uh, Nico Hines, mate, he was the best player in fantasy last season. Uh, it comes to this season, the most expensive player as a result. He is starting the season off with a price of 984K, break even of 68 uh, do we think he can continue on from last season or do we think he might average slightly less? Cal, let's start off with you, mate. Well, let's all have a discussion here. I'll start. Um, I think he will... Oh, geez, it's tough. I think he might average maybe slightly less, but he will be up there as the top half alongside, I think, the other bloke who will mention, Nathan Cleary. Um, but what what are you guys thinking? You reckon he's going to be one of the the big guns again? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, they have pretty much the same team as last year as well, the Sharks, which will probably help him, I think. Um, and he'll do most of the the attack and the kicking and all that because Matt Moylan's, you know, his half partner. So if it's going to be like that, I think he's going to have a pretty similar season to last year. I think you've got to start the year off with Nico Hines in your team, probably captain him as well. I just think with the starting rounds he's got, I think his break-even is going to be a problem. And do you think that he is going to lose money straight up? I think he will. I think he'll lose, uh, especially the first two games. I reckon he'll lose some money. Hmm. I, I I think that's a, almost a guarantee, to be honest with you. Um, but looking at it overall, he probably won't drop too much. It'll only be a little bit. So if you don't start with him, it's going to be a struggle to get him in. You're going to have to have a plan from the get-go. Hmm. And do you reckon, boys... Yeah, him or Nathan Cleary this year? What do you reckon? Well, you're going to have to pick one, I think. You can't have both. Why if, not? If you have both, you're really stuffed. I, I think you've, you're stuffing your team up in every other position because they're both halves. Yeah. So if you start with both of them, then any every other position is going to be weak for you. And you're going to have to, you know, grind no. to get those people in, the, in that team. So mm. I think you just got to pick one or the other. And it's actually quite an interesting choice because Nathan Cleary is like 40k cheaper um so <laughs> it's interesting isn't it I know he had a bit of a like bit of problems last year uh Nathan Cleary with like missing out on games because he got um red carded um and suspended but like 
do you think if that didn't happen, he would actually be the top player last year? I reckon. Well, that he only got how many points did he get in that game? Like one? One, yeah. Great captaincy option. So that um that yeah reduces average a lot. So which has helped his price this year. To be honest, he's still overpriced. Yeah, they're, they're similar. They both are. I think they both will average near the same. Yeah, in um, games they play like the full eighty. So it's yeah, a much. I can see that. There. But do you think Cleary has the better kick on him? That's the other thing. Well, that they'll, well, both, they'll both kick for the same amount of meters. I think Nathan Cleary is a better goal kicker. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Nico last year struggled. Penrith yeah. will score more points than than Sharks. See, I don't know. I don't know if they will straight up. Like they might struggle. Well, not a little straight. Bit. Yeah, maybe not straight yeah. up. But... Just with the new spine, everyone just getting connected there. New couple, like couple of players as well. But yeah, I don't know. If oh, you, I, at, I... you might have to look at the draw. So if yeah. I'm looking at the draw. Um, overall, the whole 27 rounds, Sharks have a pretty easy run again like they did last year. Yeah. So that tips me in the Nico Hines direction. If if I can fit other players I want in my team, I'll probably take Nico Hines over Cleary because also Cleary plays Origin, so you're going to have to get him out of your team, I reckon, around that time anyway. Yeah. Didn't yeah. That. Well, that's... An, yeah, I, I reckon you'll still have probably Burton. He'll probably, well, he'll probably start anyway for him, but you'll have White and still in front of Hines, I reckon, for the New South Wales team, unless there's any injuries. So that's a valid point there, Nick. But I still think I, I can't go away from Cleary. I've always started uh, with him. I just think I have to go. Disease, Cal, you can't get away from him. I know. I know. It's not great, but but it is. And it's pretty safe to say if you do get Nico Hines straight up, uh, captaincy option. Oh, definitely. Out of those two, yeah, I enough. think it's clear, Nick, isn't it? Yeah, I think... Yeah. Um, the only other options, Murray, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the safe options, I I think you can always put a forward in, like Murray. Mm. Um, you know, maybe a hooker like Cook or uh, Harry Grant if you if you're starting with them. But yeah, well, that's it. Just have someone in mind if you are going to go Nico Hines with that round six. Ideally, you don't want to start trading out for that one week because you'll probably waste your trade. Mm. Um, but just have someone in mind in your team to be your captain for that week. Just to be honest, though, I'm, I'm really hoping Nico Hines has a great season like last year. I think uh, he was a reason that a lot of people did a lot better than what they were expecting to because not many other uh, coaches had Nico Hines in their team to start off with. So um, let's see how he goes this year. So let's move on to Teague Wilson now. He's starting off at 536k this season. Uh, the season break even of 37 reports. Wade Graham might be starting on the bench this season as well. Uh, if he does, or when he does, Teague Wilson will probably most likely be the player who starts. Cow worth considering to have in your team? Um, I think he's a good option. I think Wilton's a good option, but it all depends on that role that Wade Graham will play if he does come off the bench because... If Wilton plays 55, 60 minutes and Graham comes on and plays the rest, then I don't think there's much point buying him at that price tag at the moment. Um, yeah, it's it's ideally the, the situation is that you'd want Wade Graham to, I don't want to say this, but if this, there's an injury, <laughs> then Wilton's the guy that'll come in and he'll play 80 for sure on that edge. Even if somehow he does get that role, you have to wait and see in um, the trials. But if Wilton gets a starting role, on the at at the edge position, sorry, 
um, and gets 80 minutes, then we've seen it in the past. He can be a decent scorer. And with that break even, he should be able to get over 37, make you some money. So, If you're in the sharpest position, would you start with Wade Graham, though? Oh, geez, I don't know. I reckon Wilton's probably slightly better now, I reckon, Nick. I, like... If I was a Sharks, yeah, it'd be Wilton and Nakora. Yeah. And you just yeah. bring Wade Graham on as needed. Like, if if someone's getting tired, bring him on. He can also play in the halves, Wade Graham, or, or some or centre, maybe. If they get an injury, he can just come on for that. Mm. He, can, he can sort of be like a Drew Hutchinson, but actually a bit more effective. He can play in the forward line. Yeah. So and he, he's still a leader of this side. Yeah. And he's a good player, but it just might be, Wilton might be the bloke. That's I mean, what I hope they do for fantasy because if Wilton plays oh, be 60, 70 minutes, he's like a really good scorer. Like he scores very well. He could easily get a 45 average if he's playing 60 to 70 minutes. Yeah, but can, I'm not sure if he's going to. Do we know what Wade Graham is worth? It's not a lot. Wade Graham's like 420K, isn't he? Let me just... Quickly would you, check. Would you consider putting him as like a cheapy option, or is he someone who he's probably won't make too much money? No, nah, he's four five three. Yeah, and he's not going to make any money really because no. because they have Teague Wilton on the bench and I'll bring him on. Okay, for him if Way Graham starts. We want it the other way around, and I want Way Graham to play like a utility role, but he probably won't. Yeah, if he does, that'd be amazing. All right, let's run through some of the other players in the Sharks. Uh, Cypher Tai, uh, ta- sorry, Talakai Cow. Yep. Um, I just think, look, he, he could have a good year again, um, but I think you're going to have to start with someone cheaper in your centres and just try and target other guns because Talakai only had a, like that that one big game last year against Manly where he bullied um, Morgan Harper. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just think Talakai, you're going to have to just leave him at the moment. See how the Sharks go. He could be someone who could come out and do well. Like he had a bit of an injury last year. Yeah. A lot of people forgot about that and that it impacted his, impacted his scoring. So just wait and see how he goes. Um, he could be yeah, a, a gun in the center position potentially this season. Nick, Cameron McInnes, uh, a lot of people had him in the uh, team last year. How do you reckon he's going to go this year? Yeah, he'll go all right. Um he did get helped out last year by Dale Fanukin was injured. Yeah. Suspended or just injured? Both. Injured, I think. Yeah. Probably so, both. Actually, yeah, there was a period. I think it was both. Um, so Cameron McInnes benefited, but he's probably priced now a bit high to make any sort of money off him. But I I still think he'll average in the low 50s. Um, so he's at 745K. Okay. Um, as a mid, but there are a couple of other mid options a little bit cheaper than him that might score the same. That one, one we'll actually mention a bit later. Actually, two, two we'll mention a bit later. One from the Bronx and Cows. <clears throat> well, uh, all right, uh, Cow Blake Braley. Yeah, I prefer Jaden over Blake. Yeah. I reckon if you're going to go one of the Braleys, um, you just got to go another hooker. I think to start with, he yeah. might get eighty which, you know, there's not many 80-minute uh, hookers at the moment. A lot of the coaches are opting to play them for 65, 70 minutes, maybe even less, depending on uh, who they have in their squads. But I'd be staying clear of Braley. Um, who knows? He might be someone later you might be able to pick up if there's anything that happens to other guns. He has games where he scores okay. 
but I'd just be avoiding. Blake Braley. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nikora, what are your thoughts on this guy? Yeah, mate, he's a really good edge. Um, yeah. He's at 703K though, so he's quite expensive. But again, he'll be averaging like in the low 50s, I reckon, Nelly. Um, he's that good. But bit of a bit of a bit of a risk spending that much money on an edge to start the season. Yeah. In my opinion. So um but yeah, like he's consistently been good the last few years. So as a player, I'm talking about. Um yeah. so no reason why he he can't continue to improve his fantasy score this year. What you eating there, mate? What you in there, pal? Better ask. <laughs> mate, hot dog. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! I'll finish, I'll finish it. Carl does his next player analysis. Sure. Uh, you sure? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I can finish this analysis real quick. Simple no. <laughs> uh Ronaldo Callum. Yeah, no. No. Nah, unfortunately, I don't think you should go near Mortalo. Um, as much as I love that name, Ronaldo Mortalo, it's great. Um, I just don't think you can go near him. He did all right last year. Scored well off the back of Nico Hines, pretty much, and how the Sharks were going. You don't think um, that's going to happen this year? Oh, look, it, it definitely could. Um, but and he could still well. score okay, but I don't think he's worth it. There's better blokes yep. in the winger fullback position that you can pick up, especially to start off of the year. Yep, righto. Uh, Sharks, Cal, where do you reckon they're going to finish on the ladder, mate? Um, At the end of last season, I was saying they might drop back a little bit. But to be honest with you, I think they'll probably finish... Top top four, maybe top four. maybe third overall. Oh, I think. Yeah. Cool. I I think they're going to be good enough to make the eight. I just don't think that they're going to get top three. I think maybe fifth or sixth. That's that's my prediction for the Sharks this year, Nick. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think around the fourth or fifth. Somewhere around there. Their, their draw's not too bad, so they should so get So definitely, we're, we're thinking Sharks won't make the top two. They won't I don't, make I don't think top two, no. Go have a lot right to go your way to get the top two. Definitely. Yep. A lot of luck involved. Oh. Cal, you've been waiting so long for this. You've probably been waiting since we finished the last episode of last year. We are talking Cowboys pre-season, hey? Woo-hoo-hoo. You can see the excitement in your eyes, mate. The Cowboys. What's what's their draw looking like? Mate, I'm so excited. I've got the jersey on for you. Represent. Get that into you. Looks good, mate. Looks good on you. Thank you. Except for that shite <laughs> Broncos jersey that Nick wears. Yeah, thankfully he's not wearing it. I'm going to have to turn his bloody <laughs> video off. Yeah, you're gone. Anyway, Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> round one, round two. Raiders, Broncos. Nice. Listen going, to this. Is that a, where's our Broncos game at? Suncourt? Oh, we're going. It's it's at Suncorp, mate. We're going. You better Let's you better come you. this year, COVID Cal. COVID Cal, sick boy, will be there. Let me tell you, I'll be coughing on people. I don't. And Bronx care. are going to get a big <laughs> dub this year. Big dub. You're kidding yourself. I thought they were last year, and how did they end up like thirty to nil? It was oh, go the. It was a flogging. Man, I scored three tries. I know that, that was great. That was outstanding. Um, yeah, so those two for the first uh, couple of rounds. And then you've got Warriors, Titans, Bulldogs, Dolphins, Warriors, Knights. They should be on top Hello. of the, by the end of round eight. 
Yeah, I'm excited. This is outstanding. One word comes to mind, aroused. Round nine, round 10, round 11, (laughs) round 12. It's slightly harder. (laughs) But this is is where it gets really good for the Cowboys. Okay. (laughs) Too late, late, but it it was all right. Um, Round 15. This is this is where it gets good. They have the buy, so you can literally have a Cowboys player in as long as they don't, you know, play Origin until that round fifteen buy period, and then they have nineteen and twenty four. So, you know, if you, depending on when your final start, you might have to miss out on a couple of Cowboys later on. Um, depends if you get a week off or not in that time. But the the draw is favourable early on, yeah. and we'll discuss players that you know can impact as well. So. Should we get stuck into the players? Hey, let's start off with uh, Ruben Cotter. What a breakout season last year he had in fantasy and in the NRL as well. Uh, he starts the season off at 744,000, break even of 51. Nick, Ruben Cotter, good option to start with this season? Yes, he is pretty much locked into my team, all my versions of my team that I have made so far. He has been in all of them pretty much, so... Yeah, he's 1K less than Cameron McInnes, and he's going to score a lot more points than Cameron McInnes and play more minutes, I think. So I think it's just a no-brainer to start with Ruben Cotter. Why do you reckon they've had him at that price then, 7-4-4? It's because the end of the season last year, he, he came back from injury. Yeah, hamstring injury. Yeah. I understand. Okay. Origin, he, oh, he did it in the warm-up, actually, didn't he? Warm-up in the game after the first Against Origin Manly game. or something. Yeah, it was annoying because I had to get him out of my team real quick. It was like it was the Thursday night or the Friday night, still yeah. early in the round. But uh, Ruben Cotter? Yeah. Yes. Ruben Cotter. So I'll that's tell you why what. his price is reduced because uh, he was injured at the uh, end of the year, so he didn't play as many minutes. So, but I'm expecting him to play a lot of minutes because uh, Tamalolo doesn't play much. And no, uh, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, like Ruben Cotter's basically the he's the most minute forward for them in the middle. So he's going to play a lot in there. Nick Jeremiah Nanai, another Cowboys player who came out last season. He did so well. Um, last year started at a low price, decent cash cow for owners this season. Starting at 645,000, break even of 45. Do you think he's worth putting in your edge straight up this season? I, I'm i not looking at him for myself, but he is a little bit cheaper than some other edges. So maybe maybe I could see you having a look with the, with the draw they have. Um, obviously, he's going to play Origin. Obviously, last year as well. He had a lot of inconsistent scores, um, which is not ideal for someone at that price. Um, so, bit of a risk there if you start with him, in my opinion. So, I, I'm going to pass it on him. But, Callum, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, he obviously burst onto the scene last year. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think he's relevant this year. I just don't think you can justify buying him, especially at that price tag. Like, he can come out second year in the NRL and do really well. Like there was a few moments last year, especially in defense, that he lost points. Um, we saw that it improved later in the season as he um, got more comfortable in the NRL setting. Yeah. So, you know, he might not lose that many points this year in regards to that and can still come out and 
score well, but he needs those tries. Like we saw that last year. He just scored well when he scored tries. And I just don't know if he can keep up with that same tempo. Because at one stage, he was, I think he was leading the try scorers and that's beating all the wingers. That doesn't yep. normally happen for an edge forward. So, I yeah, I just think he has too much attacking stats that he relies upon and you just can't go in. All right, Val Holmes, decent player last year in the center position. Uh, clear with his starting price of 620K, break even of 43. Is that a reach for, me, for him, do you reckon? I, th- yeah. I think he can get that. I think yeah. he can get 43, especially with their soft draw. Like, I know he's been saying don't go near top centers, but I reckon if you have to go one, a bloke who has a comfortable draw has the goal kicking there at a club that's yeah, probably going to score a lot of points. Yep. And he's a decent goal kicker too. I reckon he might be someone you could consider in that center position. Um, but I personally, I'm not going to. Okay. Um, I just, I'm just going to go what I normally do and just go cheap centers to start with. Yep. Um, but I'm, I'm assuming Nick, you've probably seen some people that, you know, want to jump on the Val Holmes Express. Yeah. There are, is that 7% ownership? Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to get my cowboy accent on. Oh, country. Right. Like Callum, obviously, a cowboy supporter from the country. Lol. Bloody oath. Um, Val Holmes. Yeah, I, I'm I'm like Callum. I, I've always started with cheap centers. And to be honest, it hasn't really worked out very well for me. Right. <laughs> but... I think it's overall the best strategy for your team because ten is the worst scoring position. So, yeah, it's like not really worth it starting with um someone there who's a lot of money because they're not going to score as well as someone in another spot that could be around the same price as them or just slightly higher who can yep. score a lot yeah. more. So, but Val Holmes, I think, is probably one of the best options as a center gun center. And look at the draw that they're starting off with, lads. Like their first ten games. Or oh, maybe not the Roosters, but that's it's pretty much all bottom eight teams, eh? From last year. Yeah, yeah so, I mean that's like one of the dreamest runs you can ask for, isn't it? Ever? <laughs> Come on, Cowboys! Good Ooh. stuff, Val Holmes. Might have to keep him in. I just chuck him in my team, eh? Aaron Clark to Val Holmes. Mm, interesting. You have Aaron Clark, okay? Well, I did until <laughs> until Val Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cal, true. you love this bloke, Reese Robson, third best hooker in fantasy last season. I uh, probably going to have another good season this year. Starting off seven hundred and eighty-three thousand, break even of fifty-four. If he can continue to play eighty like last year, do we think, lads, that he's a buy straight away, or would you probably look for another option this year? Now, I haven't really considered Reese Robson. Um, I, like I've thought of him as someone that I can bring in later in the year, like I did last year. And mm. that was a great move. I think it was me, uh, well, m- myself, Nick, and I think another bloke who listens to the podcast, uh, Braden. I'm pretty sure he had him as well. Um, and we were all happy with his role. Like he came on, played 80, carved up, carved up. And I, like I said, I hadn't really been considering him. But when you look at um, the likes of Damian Cook, who was top, tier last year he's $162,000 cheaper than him $74,000 cheaper than Grant and yeah I I think to be honest like he had an average of almost 55 last year uh Robson Grant had an average of 60 Cook 66 
it's not really that much considering that, like the difference with with the price. Yep. Um, with the soft draw, I think Robson could come out and potentially be either the first or the second best scoring hooker within the yep. first eight rounds, nine rounds of the comp. To be honest with you. So it could be just the safest option to get Reese Robson as your starting hooker. Look, I'm I'm all for it. I I I'd pre- I probably prefer Harry Grant, but if you're looking to save money and upgrade elsewhere, I'd like the option of Reese Robson. I'm not sure what Nick's thoughts are, but the I only like thing, it. The, yeah, the only thing that concerns me here is the soft draw will mean probably less defense, but Reese Robson mm-hmm. does attack very well and score some Correct. tries. The only the other thing on that is, is he going to get rested because of these easy games? Is he going to get taken off a bit early for someone just because yeah. they're winning? That's the only real um, thought negative Cons- yeah. about him concern. Yeah, yeah, for me. Well, he he needs to play eighty. Yeah, he needs to play eighty. And to be honest, they they look way better. Like they're so much better when he plays eighty. It just depends what their bench is going to Just because it's a long season. Like. Long season and they got an easy yeah. if, if they're winning by a lot, I can I can see Peyton resting him. You might see the same with Cotter as well. He might get rested, which wouldn't be ideal, but No. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I don't mind it. But yeah, he needs that eighty, like Nick said. You can't have him playing sixty minutes. No. Getting rested. No. Uh Reese Robson could be a good option. Hey, Cow, the guy who drinks water, Scott Drinker, yes. had some up and down scores last season. Did well starting at fullback. He starts this year at 669K, break even of 46. Softer draw, we keep talking about it. Could he be an alternative pot option to James Tedesco, do you reckon? I, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't mind drink water. Like I'm all for the narrative of the Cowboys with the softer draw, their players coming out, especially those who need the attacking stats to score well, um, coming out and carving up. Mm. Um, in terms of whether I think he can be, well, he's clearly going to be a pod. Um, I don't know if he'll be a top winger fullback. I could probably maybe see him getting in the top five or six. Okay, Depends on how the Cowboys are performing. Um, but we've all tipped that they're going to be up there again this year. Oh yeah, um, but I, I'd personally go for a James Tedesco. Just spend a little bit more more money in your squad, rotate yep. some players, get Jimmy Tedesco in, um, yep. and just stay away from drink water. But if you're wanting a pod, I don't mind it, Nick. I don't know if you think the same about him, but I don't mind it to be honest. Yeah, he, yeah. I don't know about drink water either. He's just not as consistent as others, but when he's on, he's on. Yeah. I mean, and losing like Tommy Turbo and Callum Ponga sort of now moved out of my team because of different reasons. Good. Um, so I need being four bucks. There's, no, there's not many options flying around to start the season here. So drink water could be someone, yeah, you might put in there if you want to save a bit of money. Because I, I, I'm like Callum. I have... Tedesco or Latrell, they're both the same price. One of them in my team. But it might be worth downgrading a drink water with an easy draw and spending that money elsewhere, but not 100% sure yet. Just um, quickly before we move to the next bloke, you mentioned Ponga there. Listeners haven't heard. Ponga's got a little calf injury at the moment. Uh, looks set to miss out on all the night's preseason and 
um, will be probably struggling to be fit by round one. They're expecting him to be, but he's going to miss out on predominantly all of the uh, preseason for the night. So if you have him, maybe look elsewhere. Thanks, Cal. Tom Chester starting the year off at 230K, break even of 16. Nick, you wanted to mention this guy. Uh, the role he might have at the club this season, it's looking pretty spicy, mate. Well, he's a wing fullback. I think he played for Townsville, um, Blackhawks. Uh, and, it, and he did play one game here last year. I wasn't aware of that for the Cowboys, probably on the bench. But... Um, Obviously, they already have they already have the wingers in um, Felt and Tuolagi. Or sorry, I don't, how do you say his name? Tuolagi. Sorry, I got confused. <laughs> you sounded like me for a minute, mate. I did. I was doing a you impression. <laughs> oh. So he's not going to get a he's not going to get a job there. Um, and then obviously, centers Val Holmes and Hiku, for goodness sakes. Um, Oh, so, <laughs> oh. but if if there is an injury in the back line, mm. he will be the next one in line, I believe. And he's only at 230K and in a decent team like the Cowboys with the run they have, he can score a lot of tries. So just keep an eye on that one because when he does come in, will be a good cash cow option probably. Cal? Um, I'm hoping he has a bench spot and they don't put Granville on, but I don't know. If he does, easy. If option. he does, Reese Robson's gonna get eighty, surely. Yeah, yeah, true. But for uh, <laughs> for Tom Chester, is that like probably a no brainer to have as a uh cash cow or what? Nah, I, I, I still wouldn't go him. It's, he's gonna be similar to Havelasi if he gets that bench spot and he'll only play limited minutes. So, right. so I he, he might get over sixteen, but I doubt it. Yeah, I'd stay away. No, Let's finish off the Cowboys. Uh, Mitch Dunn. Come back from injury last season, battling it out to start on the edge for the Cowboys as well. Um, Cal, what more can you tell us about Mitch Dunn this season? Yeah, well, he's there at the moment um, training. He's obviously he said he's come back from injury. They're expecting him to be fit by round one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Heal and Luke, he's out. Luciano Le Lua, he's got some um, off-field dramas at the moment. And Lukey, like I said, he's out. He's coming back from an injury, so they're expecting him to be back. I think it's round six or something at this point, round five. Yep. Maybe even later. Um, so, look, Dunn could be okay. Um, starting on the edge throughout his career, he's averaged 39 from 73 minutes. And in 2021, had an average of 42 from 73 minutes, which isn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, so there's upside there on his break, even with 26. Um, but the the other people that um, are battling it out against him at the moment are Jack Jazewski, Cohen Hess, and there's another bloke who I'll mention after this who I think might actually get the spot. But if Mitch Dunn gets that spot, possibility. You might be able to have him in your team. All right. Let's let's continue on to that bloke, Cal. Who are you talking about here? Right. Sadrugu, Taniela Sadrugu, <laughs> 230K, break even at 16, listed as a winger fullback. Ooh. Has never played winger fullback, has played a little bit at centre, but last year Q Cup played edge and mainly um, played a little bit of lock as well. So there's reports at the moment he's actually currently training on the edge um, and looks 
set maybe to get an appearance there round one. Now, he had an average of 50 last season, the Q Cup from 14 games. Um, World Cup, he played for Fiji, started at lock, had a PPM of 1.1. So that's pretty good. Um, And that was with a fair amount of minutes as well. Um, He had a decent scores. He had a 25 in 30 when he came off the bench. But if he gets that spot, like I said, he'll be there between four or six weeks, maybe even longer. Um, whilst Lukey, it all depends if Luke Channel Lua is set to come back. Um, but he's still obviously battling that off field drama. So Lukey will probably be eased into the team. And this bloke, I think, to be honest, if they give him a go, he'll be good. And if they do, if he's named on the edge, he'll be a, a winger fullback edge dual position, which I've never seen ever. And I don't know why he's a winger fullback. That's spice. Isn't it? 230k. If he gets a start, lock him in. Sadrugu. All right. Remember the name. Remember how it's spelt because that won't matter. Just remember how it's pronounced. Cal, just one more time. Daniela Sadrugu. All right. Love it. Good luck to me trying to repeat that throughout the year. All right, Nick. You've been waiting for this moment for a while. It is the Brisbane Broncos. All right, Cal. Uh... Their draw this year. <laughs> let's talk let's, about it. <laughs> let's discuss it. Let's Have discuss the hardest draw in the league. Oh, cry <laughs> me a river. Fair income. It's always the tough draw. <laughs> I tell you what, it's, it is tough to start off with. Bronco, well, and Broncos. Panthers, Cowboys. <laughs> Interesting. Um, softer in the middle. Well, I think we can agree on that. Yeah. Eels, Rabbits, Seagull, Storm, Panthers. (laughs) (laughs) Have a break with the Warriors. Sharks. Ooh, Knights. Ooh, yeah. Then they have a bye. Bye, which is good. So we should mention that. Round 16 bye, that's great if you you want to own Brisbane Broncos players. Okay. It's great. Um, uh, You pretty much got a bye between the byes there with Titans, Dolphins. You're kidding me. <laughs> and then you got another oh, look bye. Look at this end. <laughs> look at this end. Double the Broncos in that game. Yeah. Surely. Anyway, uh, sorry, continue. Round 19, bye. And then you got Dogs, Rabbits, Roosters, Cowboys, Eels, bye, Raiders, Storm. Oh, that oh. is a tough draw. Adam Reynolds, stay fit. <laughs> They're going to need you. <laughs> Do you wow. reckon it will? Well, he got injured like last season. season then yeah. nope. <laughs> Bloody hell. Older body too. Yep. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about Adam Reynolds a little bit later on. But let's start off with something that's probably going to bring a little bit of energy and excitement to the Broncos this year. In that being Reese Walsh. Now, Nick, this is a great move from the Brisbane Broncos acquiring Reese Walsh. Uh, he's starting the year off at 529k, which is quite good. Break even of 37. Goodbye to start off with, mate. Look, he's been in and out of my team a uh, fair, fair bit. <laughs> um, with the with the news of the Ponga injury, I'm leaning towards starting with Reese Walsh, obviously, because there's not a lot of wing fullback options, as I said. And I feel like after the first two rounds. Broncos have a pretty good draw um, for the first half of the year, really, after those first two weeks. So might as well start with Reese Walsh. Hopefully he can improve upon his first um, couple of seasons in the NRL, which I think he I think he has. Um, 
It's just, yeah, he, would, he obviously doesn't have the goal kicking like he did at the Warriors at, at times. Yeah, um, no. So going to reduce but, his point slightly there. But I think he's in a better team overall and the pressure won't be on him as much. But in saying that as well, we're just talking about Adam Reynolds. You know, he wasn't always fit last year. He kept getting injured. He is the current goal kicker for the Broncos. Do you think that Reese Walsh will be the replacement goal kicker if Adam Reynolds does get injured again? Uh, no, I think it would be Katoni Staggs is probably second. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Reese Walsh probably third. Okay. Yeah. So Katoni Staggs is actually a very good kicker. Um, he's eighty percent, which is yeah, quite okay. good. That's yeah, good right. enough to start for any other team. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Reese Walsh. I, I don't really care about the kicking. Like, I think he'll make that up with the um, with the team that he's in. Yep. Like I think he's gonna learn a lot. Yeah, he'll learn a lot of Adam Reynolds, hopefully feeding him good ball. He has really good backs outside him. So if he if he gives him good ball, should get some try assists um as well. So yeah. I, I'm pretty I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with him, but not not fully committed yet, but yeah. Cal, I wanna I wanna ask you the same question because he is currently highly owned amongst fantasy coaches already. Are you with Nick? Are you considering him? Um, I haven't had him in any of my teams that I've had, and I've had a lot. That's of outrageous. Nah, I just don't. I don't think I can start with him. No, <laughs> I'm going to spend my money elsewhere. Reports, right. like for instance, reports at the moment is Lockie Miller's almost definitely going to sign with the Knights. So, oh, he has been a little bit of. He has. Or has it been confirmed yet? Because well, I just thought that they were pretty much that he has signed. Yeah, I saw that on a couple of fan pages. I didn't know if it was actually confirmed or not, but if it, well, I'm I'm going with him at the moment over Reese Walsh. Okay. I just can't spend any more money than what I have. I don't think in that winger fullback. What? So you got Tedesco, Miller, and some other cheapie. Correct, the Mondo. That is a weak backline, mate. I don't care. <laughs> Let's I'll make up for Adam it. Don't Reynolds. worry. Adam Reynolds last season. He exceeded expectations, some good scoring games. Uh, he started the year off at 7.07, break even of 49. Is he someone to consider as an alternative half to partner Cleary or Hines come round one, Callum? Oh, he was a pod last year, that's for sure. A lot of people jumped on. Um, he didn't score below 47 points from rounds two to round 14. He only played 10 games because he was injured in a couple of them. And he also had some 70-point performances amongst that. So, you know, when, when the Broncos are firing, which isn't that often. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, look, he does quite well. Um, but you need him to stay fit. That's the main concern here. If you're going to pick him with that price, you need him to stay fit. I would be going slightly more expensive to Matt Burton or even going cheaper still to Jackson mm-hmm. Hastings. Um, really? they're better options, I think, than Reynolds because he's just injury prone. But if he stays fit and the Broncos do really well this year, which look they can, yeah. they have the squad to, yeah. um, he can um, benefit from that and score well. But ideally, with the partner for Cleary Hines, I would like Cleary to partner Hines in my team. <laughs> That's never happening. It will happen. I'll start with it if if I have to. All right, Corey Pakes, Nick, 
Last year, he missed a couple of games due to injuries. This season, he's uh, looking to be included in the team from round one. Corey Paik starts the season off at $299,000, break even of 21. What role do you uh, see him having this season? And is he someone to purchase straight up? Well, he should have a bigger role than he actually does because Billy Walters plays way too much. That's number one. Come on, Billy the Kid. Billy the Mate, Kid. He is... There were so many times that the other team scored because Billy Walters can't tackle. He's the son of the coach. Exactly. So that's why he's playing. So that's how he gets minutes. That <laughs> means Corey Pax isn't getting enough minutes. No, I, I don't think Corey Pax is, is much better than Billy Walters. They're, they're pretty similar. But they should be doing at least 50-50 in the minutes if they're going to play those two. Um, and if they do, if if Pake starts like I think he should and play 45 minutes, he might make some money. But it's very risky because um, he's only priced at what? Break even. Do you have the break even there on the 21. sheet? 21. Yeah. So if he, if he played like 45 minutes, he realistically could get near the 30 mark. And that's nearly 10 points of value, which will make some money. But we'll have to wait and see in the trials and, and obviously round one team list because in the past seasons, it's been Billy Walters starting and playing way too many minutes. If he gets that role, he'll be a slow cash cow. Like he won't make money fast. He won't make money fast then? No. But that's fine. You have players like that. You just need to have that in consideration. He's just got good cover. He's got um, hooker and half. So Yeah, which you know, is great. That is great. All right, Corey Pakes, maybe a name to really be uh, thinking about sitting on when it comes to your team. Uh, but one player who we've been a little bit worried about coming into this year, Payne Haas. Now, look, he has got a lot going on outside of footy at the moment, a lot of family problems. And, of course, um, we won't probably talk about the story of what's happened with his family on the potty, but it's already been announced that he's taking some time off preseason which could potentially mean that he's actually going to be missing the first couple of rounds of footy. In saying that, Cal, what, where do we sit with Payne Haas this year? Oh, I still think he's going to be good. Um, he, I think he's been confirmed, I think it was yesterday, um, that he's actually started coming back um, and slowly back, like easing into the preseason training at Red Hill. Yep. Um, which looks promising for him to be there round one. Um, but look, in the past, he's dealt with off-field inc- incidents um, and he's come out and smashed it in fantasy. He's come out and done really well. A lot of people are going away from him, though. They think he's just going to have a maybe a, a slightly more um, like step-back role to begin with. Yep. Um, but look, to be honest, I I think he's still a, still a good option. There's safer options to go Tarpney, Cotter, Carrigan or Murray if you can to start with. Yeah, um, yeah. But I still think Payne House is going to be a gun, hands even, down. Even with the tough draw that they've got straight up, mate? Yeah. And he's coming back. Like last year, he, he had an injury. So, yeah. and he still scored well. No. Nick, I'm going to ask you the same question, Payne House. Yeah, no. Either either way, really. Like, I think, I think he's going to smash it. He's been like one of the best fantasy players in the last few seasons. So, and he's still only like, what, 24? Or yeah, 25, yeah. like he's a gun. So, yeah. And they've, um, Broncos have uh, Kobe Hetherington out, mm-hmm. TC Rabadi out. So, 
the, these guys, a bit light Payne on. Haas needs to play big minutes like he usually does in, in Carrigan as well. Flegler, yep. Flegler's the one, the least, he's going to play the least amount of minutes out of those three. Yeah. You only got Jensen on the bench and a couple of inexperienced blokes like Will, Willison or um, Pierre Cora or something. So, yeah. Haas, for me, he's someone that, yeah, you can go with. I'm considering it, but uh, yeah. I'm considering it because a lot of people aren't getting him and he, you know what you're going to get with Payne Haas. Yeah. Okay. Set and forget. Really? Let's forget. Okay. Uh, let's finish off the potty with Pat Carrigan, Nick. Um, he scored reasonably well in fantasy last season. Starts with a price of 716K, break even of 49. Um, let's go back to like Payne Haas because the main appeal for coaches is, is that if Payne Haas isn't there round one or looks to have a smaller role, do you think Carrigan will be the player? who has more minutes, who will benefit from this? Look, Carrigan, I was really high on Carrigan last last year um, in the preseason, if you do remember. <laughs> um, and, he, and he came out and, and he did all right. Uh, he had a he got origin player of the series and everything, but his fantasy scores like weren't that great. Like compared to Payne Haas, he was just behind Payne Haas the whole time. And then obviously he got suspended at the end of the season. That's bumped his price down yep. a little bit. So for me, I feel like Payne Haas has always done more than Patrick Carrigan in fantasy. Um, however, there is a bit of a price discrepancy now. So that that's making the, this tough decision. There's nearly a hundred K difference. Um, and they're probably going to play similar minutes. And Carrigan does look like he's gotten a bit better. He went over to the World Cup. Played over there. So, um, yeah, and he's looking really fit in the preseason as well, I must tell you. So, he's someone He's someone yeah, that could play really the, well. Been checking out the players, have we, Nick? Yeah, mate, on the gram of supporting the team, mate. Come on. Yeah. Mate, um, yeah, but he is a really good – he's a good footy player. Fantasy-wise, though, I don't know if his game is going to shape up to for some big scores. What do you think, Cal? Like, he's not really a, a tackle breaker – tight running guy he's more of a pass guy yeah he's got that link role really like last year when he played Reynolds was passing it to him or he'd pass it to Reynolds you know and um, he'd link between the halves or you know be involved in the plays and that doesn't get you points like it's good for the team and he's a great player but just didn't get him points Um, I had him in my team and then he did something terrible to Jackson Hastings and then I had to get rid of him so, and then cost the, uh, well, pretty much cost the Broncos a spot because without him, they struggled yep. uh, to get into that top eight. But I, I I can see him being a trap for a lot of people, to be honest with you. I can see a lot of people jumping on, but he'll just average what he's priced at. That's the concern. Yeah. And you don't, you don't, you don't want to do that, especially with a bloke who hasn't been a top tier gun. He can score 60s and do well, but he needs that big role. But to be honest, I think I can see him more averaging around the 52, 53. 52, 53. Well, that is our next question. Do we think we should go Cotter or Carrigan? Start off if you can see uh, considering either one of them. Well, you go Cotter first, in my opinion. Definitely. Oh. He is a little bit more expensive, but definitely Cotter. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon my boy Ruben Cotter. I reckon Ruben. he's set. Don't worry about Carrigan. 
Um, the appeal is there because he's cheaper, and a lot of people are going towards Carrigan. I think he's at the recording of this podcast. He's at seventeen percent ownership. So, and and Cotter's only at fourteen fifteen. So, a slight difference there, and that's probably just with the price tag, to be honest. But Cotter. All right. Love it. Well, there you go. Those are our three teams we've discussed today, the Sharks, the Cowboys, and the Broncos, as we are looking ahead of the 2023 NRL season, the fantasy season. If you love what you just heard, you want to follow more, and you want to get the expertise of Nick and Callum, not myself, because I am no help this year, jump on our socials, jump on Facebook, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast, and on Instagram, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy, and would love to answer any of your questions, concerns or queries going into uh, the season as we always love to finish off the potty and boy we hope he's done a little bit of preparation this time and and he's uh he's brought his a game we go to nick for our th- final thoughts come on mate bring it home well I, I don't know if this is a grade preparation but uh, i do have a joke to finish off this week right. oh, gosh all right, so I'd like you to answer. Well, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but uh, why why didn't Han Solo enjoy his steak dinner? It was chewy. <laughs> <laughs> and I thank you. <laughs> See you next time. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> What is this, play school? <laughs> <laughs>